0: Welcome to The Genius of Liberty, stories that celebrate the crucial but forgotten role Ohio played in the fight for women's right to vote. I'm Hillary Copsey, your host.
1: The Genius of Liberty, episode 23. Today's story is God Gives Rights, Demands Duties. Elizabeth Wilson of Cadiz, Ohio published her bold vision of faithful feminism in a scriptural view of women's rights and duties in 1849. Blazing the Path, followed decades later by Matilda Jocelyn Gage's Woman, Church, and State, and Elizabeth Cady Stanton's Woman's Bible. This is, perhaps, the only work of its kind in existence. Something new under the sun, wrote the Philadelphia Saturday Evening Post about Elizabeth Wilson's groundbreaking book, further predicting that this very remarkable book will revive the controversy upon women's rights, which had been terminated years before when Angelina Grimke, described by the paper as the head of the woman's Rights Party, had been borne off in triumph by Theodore Weld to the quiet valleys of matrimony, thus nipping the revolt of women in the bud. The device that answered so admirably in the case of Miss Grimke cannot be resorted to, the paper lamented, because the 65-year-old Mrs. Wilson is a married lady. Elizabeth Wilson knew she would reap sneers and insults for her work, but having counted the cost, she had nevertheless placed before the public more than 350 pages of inquiry, analysis, and argument based on scripture to demonstrate the equality of the sexes. Nothing but a sense of duty could have overcome Wilson's reluctance to author a book, and according to Wilson, it was duty, not selfishness, that brought women to seek a voice in politics. Elizabeth Wilson relied on Isaiah 49.23 to argue that God called women to serve in government. Kings shall be thy nursing fathers, and their queens thy nursing mothers, the King James Bible stated, equating men and women as leaders and nurturers. Were it not that God has called her to this service, Wilson believed, woman might justly exclaim, I will not touch the polluted thing. For the political machinery, as at present conducted, is in great measure a swindling concern, and is sustained at a great sacrifice of moral principle. Offices are generally sought for the sake of the spoils and for self-gratification without any view to either the glory of God or the benefit of men. The elective franchise is exerted to elevate the party, not principle. but it is the promise of him who cannot lie that there will be a better state of things when both men and women will exert their political influence as nursing fathers and nursing mothers to the people of God. Over the next few years, Wilson defended her positions on human rights and the Bible through letters to newspapers such as the anti-slavery Bugle and William Lloyd Garrison's The Liberator, and to state and national women's rights conventions where she had been invited to speak. A great part of our moral and theological teachings give perverted views of the Bible on this question of woman's rights, and those teachings are powerful obstacles in the way of woman's elevation, Wilson wrote in her letter to the first National Woman's Rights Convention in Worcester, Massachusetts, 11 months after her book was published. It has been my earnest desire to use the mental powers God has given me to remove this slander from the book of God. God gives rights, he demands duties, Wilson observed in the final chapter of her book. Women ought to be fired with ambition to be useful and demand their rights. Truth is mighty and will prevail.
0: Thank you for listening to The Genius of Liberty. This series is named after The Genius of Liberty, one of the first US periodicals published by a woman. Elizabeth A. Aldrich covered women's rights conventions and advocated equal access to education, equal pay for equal work, and voting rights for women. She also had ties to the Mercantile Library. You can subscribe to this podcast through Apple Podcasts and find all of our episodes on soundcloud.com of thegeniusofliberty. Our theme music is Battle Hymn of the Republic Medley by Marissa Anderson, originally recorded live on WFMU and used with permission. Catherine Dirac writes and voices all the genius of liberty stories, and Chris Messick records and produces the series, which comes to you from Cincinnati's Mercantile Library. Since 1835, you belong here.